Jackie Biter, and tonight I'm joined by... Casey Bowker. Tonight we'll be pairing Soul of Sword from Jampot Games with Nitro from Sierra Nevada. So let's go ahead and get started here. Um, as you might be able to hear in the background, it's a little bit louder than normal. We are at Tap and Mallet in Rochester, New York, enjoying some uh, fine beverage and food. And uh, we'll, we'll see how this goes, so apologies in advance for any weirdness. We're not in a controlled environment. No, we're in a... Experimental environment. This is the danger room if you're an X Men fan, <laughs> where it's all an experiment. Yep. Okay. So we're also eating, um, <laughs> as well as drinking. Yes. Well, let me start it off. Because Jag's got bacon in her mouth, or ham, or both. Video game. Um, Soul of Sword is from Jam Pot Games. It's an action RPG. Uh, the point of the game is that you use a mysterious sword to battle evil throughout the land. There's really not much more plot <laughs> than that. Like, oh hey, there's a tutorial at the beginning. You find the sword. It tells you how, like, there's you know how to jump, how to attack. Kind of game over, and then you just kind of do some quests. Yeah, explore. It's pretty straightforward, but then again, it is a mobile game, so you don't want it to be so. Like involved. complex yeah. that you're gonna go crazy, especially if you're playing on a tiny little screen. Um, it is free on iOS and Android right now. It is around 99 cents. One other thing to note too is it's like one of those like Japanese like English games where like the translation is yeah broken. <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean the English doesn't. I mean. You can still muddle through what you want to call a plot, but yeah. there's definitely, you know, words that are out of place. I guess it just doesn't make sense grammar-wise in some of it. But. And then there's some parts of it that just haven't been um, that just haven't been translated yet. So it's like, uh, do I pick the top one or the bottom one? Like, is it a standard convention for continue or quit? <laughs> yeah, and then true. there's also some, excuse me, some rather annoying ads that just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's free. You're going to expect adware. That's kind of how it is. Get what you pay for. Yep. But, um... Did you play this on your phone or iPad? On my phone. So okay. it was on a tiny little screen, which made it really convenient for, like, just taking it out at work and playing it. Um, but... I mean, it doesn't really... It doesn't really uh, take much involvement. I mean, there there are two buttons, as I mentioned. I think you might be able to double jump um, as an advanced move, and then you have the sword attack. Um, you pick up different items throughout your quest. Um, I think one, yeah, one was a bomb that I got. I got a wing. The wings helped you double jump. That's right. Yeah. Um, That's and then like the first actually pick up in the game. Yeah. And you can do um, extra, like, combo moves and stuff with your sword as time goes on. So uh, the only thing that I found is that I got to a certain point, and I had no idea where to go. Like, I just kept going around in circles, trying to do the same thing, but I had, like, I got lost in my quest. And I wasn't, like, 
motivated enough to look online what to do next. Yeah, I kind of felt that way too because it doesn't really give you like a like with some of the earlier quests they tell you oh you need to go do a thing yeah and they don't tell you where to do the thing and there are people all over the place that also need you to go and do something similar for the thing you're in a village and you have to do a bunch yeah. of quests in order yeah. to get around you know, predictably bores yeah so after a lot of like failure and error I was able to find the bores and then that's it right you and just have to <laughs> you have to get their meat yeah. and their tusks and other things <laughs> But, yeah, so... I mean, it was... I like the graphics. I mean, I like 16-bit graphics in general, um, so I'm always going to be a fan of that. And I wrote that they had a lot of... The faces had a lot of character, even though it was 16-bits. Yeah. Like, they had a lot of details to them. So I thought that that was good. Yeah, and it's also kind of nice that a game that you would play on your Super Nintendo, which used to require a giant console, now you can, you can power on your iPhone 6. It's, uh, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's that nostalgia, but... Yeah. Yeah, I, um... I mean, I thought it was... It was good, you know? It just... Like, that was the thing. I was reading other reviews on it, and they gave it... We'll give our rating at the end. But like, a 4.5 out of 5, which... Their biggest complaint was that there was no plot. And I... As much as I had fun with it, I don't know if I'll give it that high of a rating. Yeah, because it's, like, there is a plot, but it's your standard, like, RPG fare. Like, somebody has this thing that they have to do, and then there's this big enemy that they meet, and they can't destroy yet. They're yeah. going to go through this whole process of leveling up. And it just felt like, eh. It wasn't really, the storyline wasn't compelling enough to, like, drag me along. No. So. And it, even though it was linear in a, a sense, at the same time, they didn't give you enough direction to say, like, this is where you go, or even hints. <laughs> yeah, it's like or arrows that say, "Hey, this is the forest." Exactly. The village. Yeah, there's no map, right? Yeah, there's no map, and you basically know where you are because when you go through these like portals that you stand on, and they take you to the next place, you see on the cut screen or on the cutscene like what the village is. You got like East Oraburu Village or whatever, and then that that this that and the other, but. But I didn't know where I was to begin with. I didn't know east, west, or otherwise. So I was kind of like, well, yeah, thanks for telling me that, but I yeah. don't know what that means. Like, no compass, no kind of guide at all, other than the fact that you have to do things, and good luck finding where you're supposed to do those things so that you can advance the plot. I did like that it was pick it up and go. I mean, it didn't really... It wasn't too complicated in the sense, you know, where... You know, even though some games I love getting engrossed in, there's a bad side of that because then you don't want to stop. Like, I'm also playing Uncharted 4 right now where my body doesn't want to stop playing it, but, you know, physically I don't have the time or I have a wife, so, you know, she's asking to hang out. <laughs> Whereas this game... Pesky marriages? Yeah, I know. Um, if I had to multitask or put it down, it's it's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I'll pick it up, even if I don't quite remember where I was. It's not too complicated where, like, I'm completely, like, lost when I come back to the game. Exactly. So what do you think? I guess we'll go... You want to go out of five? Yeah, sure. It's a small game. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm going to say it's probably two out of five for me. Really? Why two? It's just... It's it. There are so many games that are exactly like it. 
And it's a free game. You get what you pay for. But I've had games where I haven't had to pay any money that have been, you know, more interesting. Pretty much every, like, what is the game that you love? Two Dots. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, you can do some paid things, right? Like, if you, like, run out of time or whatever. Um, Like, I'm playing, let's see, Star Wars, I think I've mentioned it, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, where I play it for about 10, maybe 15 minutes a day. I could spend money on it, but as long as I'm patient, I don't have to. Yeah. And I love it, and I'm addicted to it, and I, like, every morning when I get up, like, that's the first thing that I do, is, like, play. Um, This is something where, I'll probably agree with you, honestly, probably two out of five. Like, it's fine. I'm glad that it's free, because if I paid money for it, I'd probably be like, eh, it wasn't even worth the dollar or two dollars. And I know some people get real up in arms about spending any money on on games for your mobile devices, but, I mean, there are games, like, Transistor can be played on a mobile device. Whatever the amount of money it is, it's worth it. You know, listen to our episode on that one if you want, like, a really fun mobile action RPG. (laughs) Like, that's well, well worth the money. This one, um... I like the graphics, I like the music, um, I like the simplicity of it, but at the same time, it might have been too simple to find it that engaging. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like most of the technical prowess that went into making the game was actually just making it, like, a mobile application. Exactly. So. I agree. But, yeah, so, two out of five. That's it. Unanimous decision. All right, well... And now for the question that you're probably all asking yourselves, what beer did we pair it with? Uh, we found this beer called Nitro, spelled K-N-I-G-H-T-R-O. Uh, it's basically, it's a 5% alcohol by volume. It's a nitrogenated Irish dry stout. So if you think Guinness, Nitro just makes it a bit creamier and gives it more of a full body than if you're getting it out of a standard tap. You can taste the difference. You can. Um, but to me, it's just it seems just very similar to Guinness to me. Except that there's a little bit of, like, a little bit of spiciness to it, like a little cinnamon, like you and I were talking about earlier, but I don't think you really got the cinnamon from it. I brushed my teeth before I came and saw you, but now I'm eating garlic aioli, so that doesn't help. I can smell that, too. Uh, (laughs) I would say that, yeah, it's, to me, personally, it's a poor man's Guinness. (laughs) I think Guinness just, it leaves me more full. Yeah. And I, I like that feeling. Um, whereas this, I mean, it's like, it's light Guinness. It's Guinness Light. It's Guinness Junior. But it actually happens to have more alcohol than actual Guinness. Because actual Guinness, I think, is like 4.2 or 4.8. And this is, what did we say? 5%. We, yeah, 5%. So, I mean, we're also dealing, so Sierra Nevada, which is questionable for being a craft brew company... They're, I mean, they're mass marketed enough that yeah, it's on it's on the fence there. Um, I, I wrote down that it's really limited and it only was brewed once. That's what I got off of Beer Advocate. I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's accurate, but I can say that you're probably not going to easily be able to find it. Um, probably not. As Jackie mentioned at the top of the podcast, we're at a place in Rochester, New York, called Tap and Mallet. It has a lot of different beers on tap, like they just give you a whole like whole clipboard of just beers that are on tap, though. Mm-hmm. Like let alone, I mean, it's just insane. So 
I mean, think you guys might have like a beer market near where you are. This place probably rivals that. You know and it's I mean? local. And it's so, local. Um, but yeah, they've got all sorts of different beers in here. Um, this one we just happened to see, and we thought the name would be perfect because. Yeah, why'd we pair it? Because basically, for one, I like nitro beers. I like the name Nitro with a K. And I, I like and I like that it was called Nitro with a K. <laughs> yeah. Um and and you know, it's reasonable alcohol by volume. I do have to drive after this, so that was a consideration. But overall it just seems like a fairly solid beer. Um The beer outshines the game. Yeah, by far, by far. But I think part of the pairing is that as you are a knight and most of the time your weapon of choice is a sword, mm-hmm. usually a very big one, um, such as the main character, but I can't remember if she had a name or didn't have a name. He did. It was a he. It was a he? It looks like a girl, but it's a he. Really? He's referred to as a he multiple times in the intro. That could be something lost in the translation. <laughs> I guess I just assumed, but, well, he has a giant sword like a knight does, yeah. so hence the pairing. <laughs> and I feel like the knights of old would be... Would, would oh, the nice of old would like this. They would, yeah. they would accept this beer. I mean, it's it's Irish, you know. It's 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 a solid beer. It's just not like one that I would immediately run to. I guess if somebody was like, you know, what? I don't like how heavy Guinness is. I'd go, okay, well here you go. It's got more alcohol. Um, I mean, we paid here at the bar five bucks for it, which mm-hmm. I think is like that's reasonably priced. Five fifty. It's it's good. Five fifty, yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, well, we didn't even explain, like, what does it smell like here? It smells like... So it's got the caramel yeah, tones, like chocolate, or, um, coffee. Yeah, and there's definitely, but, like, there's, like, something spicy to it. Not, like, overwhelmingly spicy. Not, like, a... Like, you know what, I taste like, it. Like, more. we reviewed habanero beers. Like, not, like, anything like that. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> no. um, it's just got that, like, kind of, like, little slight hint of cinnamon. To it. Now that my palate has been cleansed, I do agree with you. Um, it does have a little bit of like, definitely more than a Guinness does. That's for sure. Oh yeah. I think the aftertaste lingers more than a Guinness as well. So um, there's more, there's more depth of flavor to this than like a Guinness. A Guinness is like what you see is what you get is what you drink and that's what you taste. Right. Uh, same color though. I mean, very dark, black pretty much. Um, the bartender informed us that we had to wait like a minute and a half because it's, I'm going to screw up the word by saying nitrogen added, nitrogen, nitrogenated, I'll take it. Sounds better than what I said. It's so. a, yeah, there's, they use nitro instead of just normal air. Yeah. Which is apparently a thing that people do. I've had other, I think I've had <laughs> other beers with nitro on it, but like if you've seen the Sam Adams beers, you've got these canned beers that are supposedly a nitro. Right. Um, so it's just a different way to dispense the beer. Yeah, we've had it at the at Muller's Cider Bar. We would have some um, nitrogenated, nitri- whatever the fuck, um, cider. Poured with nitrous. <laughs> yeah, and it just made them had a frothier head. Took longer to settle, and I guess it was just lighter in taste, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that attributes it just, it, to something. Like, yeah, it's got like a little bit more. You don't feel like the heaviness of the beer just like settle in your mouth. It's just a little more effervescent. And, yes, effervescent. Yeah, not even really like in the sense like a carbonation, but just 
overall better texture, like whipped ice cream. Yeah. And you as know, you... You know that you're getting screwed for some things, but overall it's more pleasing texture in the yeah. mouth. He did explain when he brought it over that if we were to immediately drink it, it would have tasted more like ice cream than yeah. a beer. Which so. is not a complaint that I would ever have. <laughs> me either. <laughs> Just give me a spoon and I'll eat it that way. Yeah, this could also be pretty awesome with like some scoops of ice cream. Make yourself a little uh, little night nitrous. A little float. beer float. A little beer float. All right. Um, so how do we rate the beer? Uh, I, I do. Uh, like a, do this one out of ten. Out of ten? Yeah. Um, probably like a seven out of ten. Okay. It's it's a good beer. Yeah. Would drink again. Okay. If presented with it, but I mean, get if Guinness, presented with if it. If presented with it. Okay. You know, it's it's right up there with like, I would get this, or I would get a Guinness, or some other type of stout. Mm-hmm. I agree. This one, this one's good. If it was hanging out, I would drink it. I am actually going to agree with you and give it a 7. I don't, like, it's good beer, solid beer. Um, I do enjoy drinking it. It doesn't leave me with a bad aftertaste. Settles on the tongue effervescently. Um, I like, you know, the mocha. I do feel the hint of cinnamon in there as well. Um, It's just not something I would ever seek out. It's not a beer that I would write home about and say, you gotta try it. This or, one blew my mind. Yeah, or if a bar says, hey, we have this on tap, you're not gonna be like, oh, we gotta go right now. No, no, definitely not. But I suppose if it's like, you ever go into those situations where you go into a bar, it's a mysterious bar, you've never been there before, you don't know what is good, what's local or whatever, and if you saw this, then I would be like, eh, you know, I had this before. It's a safe bet before you start yeah. going out and experimenting with other strange beer. Trying some like crazy like diva trepa. Mama Wana beer. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Wana. Um, That's another story for another day. That that is. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So. Overall, we kind of agreed with each other. We did. It's been a... Pretty much everything. Yeah. It doesn't happen that often, people. No. (laughs) It's a a samesies thing. Yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, the game, again, the Soul of Sword, if you're interested in checking it out, it is free, so just to try it out is not going to be a huge investment of your your money. Um, Just keep in mind some of the things that irritated us. Yeah. You'll be fine. Um, As far as the Nitro, if you can't get it, it's good try it, but, you know, you can also do Guinness or the Stout. Put it on choosing. your bucket list if you're, like, on, yeah. like, I'm on an Irish Stout game. Yeah, exactly. Brown, if they brew it again next year, St. Patrick's Day, you want something different than Guinness. It's a better idea to put it out then. Or maybe this is leftover from uh, It then. probably is leftover from then. I think I read that it was, but I could be wrong. Um, but anyway. So, that was Soul of Sword and Nitro from Sierra Nevada. You can find us at brewlist.com always, where you can read our blog, get show notes, things like that. You can also find us on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, at... Untapped. Untapped, at Brewlist. Oh, you said Snapchat, sorry. Yeah, I did say Snapchat. I will be posting... (laughs) And Facebook. And Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash Brewlist. And also, we have a video... videos on YouTube. Hopefully more in the near future. But you can find us there, always. Um, so, yeah, come check us out, hang out with us. And if you like the podcast and you want to hear more, and this is your first time here, 
We're on Stitcher for you Android folks, and we're also on iTunes. So go ahead, like, subscribe, leave us some comments, uh, and we'd love to hear from you. Yes, and we know a lot of you guys come from... It seems like we have Instagram is the more interactive of the places, maybe a little bit Twitter, because they're linked together. Um, if you ever have any suggestions uh, about shows, or, you know, like, beers that we should try, games that we should try to play, um, email us at brewlist at gmail.com. Yeah, absolutely. And um, thank you very much for listening. Have a great night. Or day. <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> That's right. This is Casey saying bye. <laughs> this is Jackie signing off. Stay thirsty. Play indie. Bye. Bye. <laughs>